So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mile. Jeez. Welcome to the new episode of Two Drink Cinema. I'm Lee. And I am Brett. And for reasons, one of them possibly being that Lee didn't hit record last time we were together. Uh, Brett and I are doing a quick episode on Zoom um, because it's Thursday night and this episode is due to release tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Professional as always. Yeah. I'm actually surprised it's the first time this has happened. That's true. Um, so we are previewing our next classic movie. Uh, and we're going right back to the year 1969 for the movie Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yes, the summer of 69 almost. Oh, a bit of Brian Adams. Mm, yeah. Did, I, um, is there a six-string guitar in there? I don't think so. Uh, because, But it's not set in 1969. Not set in the summer of 69. Set in the summer of... 1899 almost i think it's a western though so it's like all time is summer yeah it's always hot in um wyoming wyoming wherever the, that the, is the middle of bumfuck nowhere in america i think if yes. that's a well, phrase or i, I also i also think they're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere as the middle of bumfuck nowhere state like the middle of nowhere of the middle of the nowhere. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. Westerns generally work. I haven't seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Ah, right. Okay. So this is very much uh, you. Right. Well, what do you think it is about? Um, so it's a Western. Yeah. And it's about Butch and Sundance. Were they real people? Yes, they were. Yeah. Okay. So, true story. Um, roughly based true story about real people. Dramatization like worth. Yeah. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like um, in actual events inspired by historical figures something some phrase like that sounds okay. more okay all right yeah i don't know if they're actual events even but which cassidy yeah. and the sundance kid were real outlaws in the west 
at That's correct. the turn of the century. Yep. The 1800s to the 1900s. Okay. Um, I know that it has Robert Redford and Paul Newman in it because I can see that on the poster now in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that it was released in the US in September of 1969, which is why we're looking at it in uh, September of 2021, a whole 52 years later. Yes. Uh, John Foreman produced it well before he played any piano for Bert Newton. Well well before he was Bert Newton or Carols by Candlelight or anything. Yep. Um, hopefully he did he a better job of it. negative three years old <laughs> and he... Hopefully he did a better job of it Cassidy. than he does of the crash symbols at Carol's. Oh, who knows? He can never get them in time. No. Anyone that's not from Australia or Melbourne will have no, no idea what we're no talking idea about. No what we're talking so about. So apologies for that. Uh, but that's John Foreman. I have a funny Good Morning Australia Burt Newton music story. Do you want to hear it? Sure. I think Why it's not? funny. Okay. <laughs> So uh, Good Morning Australia, for those people that don't know, because they're either young or foreign, was a morning program that used to go like 9 till 12 or whatever uh, on Mm. Channel 10. And Bert Newton, uh, who is one of the legends of Australian TV, used to host it. And it used to be half interviews, but mostly let's sell you an ab roller. Yeah, one of the, you know. Or QVC a steam kind up of stuff. or one of those kind of things. Um, but John Foreman, who didn't produce, not the John Foreman that produced Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, a different one, was a the musical John director. Yes. But then they would ha- have occasionally musical guests. And there was one day when Shane and I had it on in the background because I love Bert Newton. And then we were in and out of the lounge room and then we went in just at the end and they had their musical guest performing. And the song was Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover by Sophie B. Hawkins. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, random. Um, This was like late 2010s. So it was like well after that song came out anyway. So we we watched it and like this woman was like doing all this weird, like dirty dancing. And then towards the end of the song, she was like writhing on the floor and then ripped her jacket off and singing was like and i'm going geez if sophie b hawkins is listening to this she is not going to be happy like who the hell is this woman that is butchering this song then the song finishes and she gets off up half dressed off the floor bert newton walks on from the side and says ladies and gentlemen sophie b hawkins (laughs) so what's gone wrong so that's that's when you know your career has dropped, not only to the point where you're performing on Good Morning Australia with Bert Newton, but that you're singing a song that's 20 years old uh, and 15 years old and not you doing only it well. Hate, you only hit <laughs> you another um, one. And you, damn, I wish I was your lover from the Hit Machine 3 in 1992 or something like that. She had, damn, I wish I was your lover. As I lay me down and right beside you. I don't know the other two ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she had that hit, Smash Hits 92, I reckon it was on, because it was released yeah. in 92. Or Hit Machine 3. Had I had one both of those, of those, those compilations. Yep. I had Smash Hits 92 and Hit Machine 3. Gosh. Good times. Old. Good times. 
Anyway, um, anyway uh, that has very Butch. little to do with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid because I don't even think... Yeah, Sophie B. Hawkins is from New York. She's not even from Wyoming. But <laughs> if you, when you watch the movie, there is a little bit in New York, but that's oh, okay. fine. That's not I'll, a spoiler. I'll watch out for New York's cameo in the movie. Yeah, so anyway, back to the story. <laughs> yeah, so 1969, I'm reading this off Wikipedia. 1969 American Western film directed by George Roy Hill and written by mm-hmm. William Goldman, based loosely yes. on fact. The film tells the story of Wild West outlaws Robert Leroy Parker, known as Butch Cassidy, Paul Newman, and his partner Harry Lonabo, the Sundance Kid, Robert Redford, yes. were on the run from a crack US posse after a string of train robberies. The pair and Sundance's lover Etta Place, Catherine Ross, flee to Bolivia in search of a more successful criminal career. Yeah. Yes. So they, um, a part of the hole in the wall gang was their gang, and then they kind of split off from them. Um, oh, I was going to make a really terrible army. hole in the wall gang joke, but I'm oh. going to go there. Okay. Excuse glory holes, but I'm not going to oh, go okay. there. So Let's I'm not, not going to say anymore. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, they are train robbers by uh, trade. By trade, yes. Um, but after a while, old mate who owns the Union Pacific Railroad um, says, enough of this, I'm actually going to get them. So then they're on the run from these law people that okay. are chasing them through Wyoming and I think just Wyoming. I think it goes into another state. Is this the one with the song in it? Yeah, Raindrops so one keep of falling the, in my head. Yes. Uh, so one of the um, more iconic parts of the movie is um, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, written by Burke Bacharach and Hal David. Well, I'm seeing here um, that he wrote all the music. Yes, he did. Which I didn't know. Interesting, yeah. Because mm. you don't think of him as a... Um, film maker, film music maker. Yeah, like a composer. Just a songwriter. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, so some little facts, as we like to do. The American Film Institute ranked Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid as the 73rd greatest American film on yes. its AFI's 100 Years, 100 Movies, 10th Anniversary Edition list. Yep. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were ranked 20th greatest heroes on AFI's 100 Years, 100 Heroes and Villains, oh, which is interesting. Are they oh, what, does it actually say heroes? Yeah. Oh, interesting. They're villains. Well. They're anti-heroes, I guess. Anti-heroes. Like Deadpool, but good. Yeah. They're, 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 I'm just looking at the actual list. Oh, do you know who's ranked number one? Of what? Heroes. Indiana Jones. Oh, he's number two. Good guess. Yeah. Atticus Finch. Oh, yeah. That's very AFI. That's very AFI of AFI. Like, yeah. no, no, we can't just do an action hero. We have to do a hero hero. Yeah, but then, like, their number two is Indiana Jones. Yeah. James Bond, Rick Blaine from Casablanca. He's not a hero. Mm. Marshall He's Will Kane in High Noon. Yeah, that's a good one. Clarice Starling in, in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. She's mm. a hero. She saves the day. 
Yeah, but is she the sixth best hero in film history? Maybe if you don't include like is she Superman? If she is she above Oscar Schindler? Oh, she didn't save as many people as Oscar Schindler. No, no. Hmm. Anyway, that's another off track. Anyway, so what can I expect from this movie? Um, it is a very good movie. It's quite, in terms of a Western, it's yes. quite um, lighthearted. So okay. it's not overly um, violent. And it's yep. not so much about, um, you know, the lawman chasing the baddies. It's not the fighting or, and the bang bang and shooting no. and draw at high noon. No, it's just more about Butch and Sundance, pretty much. Okay. All right. Um, Good to know. Yes. Buddy, and, buddy um, movie. Yeah, pretty much a buddy comedy. Although, is it a comedy? It's not really a drama. Well, I'll let you think about that. Let you decide, viewers, listeners. Yeah, listeners, view, listeners, listeners that have will view. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, especially compared to a lot of the westerns and other um, films around the late sixties, early seventies, it's very lighthearted. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have. It doesn't really have a huge plot. Which sounds bad, um, but it does—it's not like telling you a story or like a message. It's not. This is the message, and the moral of the story is blah at the end. You're just like, yeah, that was Butch and Sundance. So we've said that they flee to Bolivia. Correct. Um, that actually, that part of the story made it very hard to get made. Did you know this? Um. So, no. Um. This is a quote from Wilman Goldman about writing it. The whole reason I wrote that thing, there is that famous line that Scott Fitzgerald wrote, who was one of my heroes. There are no second acts in American lives. When I read about Cassidy and Long, Longabow and the super posse coming after them, that's phenomenal material. They ran to South America and lived there for eight years. And that was what thrilled me. They had a second act. They were more legendary in South America than they had been in the old West. It's a great story, mm. those two guys and that pretty girl going down to South America. The character, but this is separate. The character's flight to South America caused one executive to reject the script as it was then unusual in Western films for the protagonists to flee. So yes. Goldman protested against this. Um, so one wanted to buy it. Only one studio wanted to buy it under the proviso that they didn't flee. And Goldman mm. protested, but then the studio head responded, I don't give a shit. All I know is John Wayne don't run away. Oh, John Wayne. I ain't running from no pilgrims. <laughs> but the, obviously the running away is a big part of, not the running away. It's not really running away. It's just um, like to use a um, modern term, they pivoted. They had to pivot. Oh, okay. They pivoted. Things changed and they had to pivot. Yep. Or was it yep. like a... Like a sea change. Yeah. I don't know how much sea there is in Bolivia because I'm pretty sure it's... both Wyoming and Bolivia are landlocked. Wyoming definitely is. Is it It's a... a big square in the middle of the country. Okay. It's a continent change. Yeah. It's, it's a like continental a... drift. It's Ice Age 3 <laughs> continental drift. 
Ice Age 3, Butch and Cassidy, Butch and Sundance. <laughs> Butch, Butch and Sundance 3, The Continental Drift. Can I give you an interestingly? Nah. I'm interestingly, not the role of Sundance was offered to Jack Lemon. Oh, Jack Lemon. No. Nah. Yep. Nah. His production company, JML, very clever, Jack, had produced the film Cool Hand Luke starring Newman. Lemon, mm-hmm. however, turned down the role because he did not like riding horses, which is pretty keen in Western, and felt that he had already played too many aspects of the Sundance Kids characters before. Yes. The funny guy. Yeah. He's not really that funny. The funny kind of offsider to a more serious guy. True. Yeah. Mm. That anyway, wouldn't have worked. That would have made it. That's an interesting. Because a lot of the, you will notice when you watch it, that a lot of the success of the movie is um, the chemistry between Newman and Redford. And they're both oh, okay. very charismatic and um, as you would expect them to be. Yes. Um, and apparently in real life, um, Butch, the real Butch and Sundance were quite um, attractive as well. So... Oh, casting, okay. Apparently. All right. I thought you were telling me that in real life, Robert Redford and Paul Newman are attractive. No, that's a like, lie. They yeah, was I, I all CGI makeup. Yeah, yeah. It was just a really good makeup artist. Yeah, Robert Redford actually won. looks more like Susan Boyle. <laughs> Oscar-winning makeup artist is on all of Paul Newman's movies. Speaking yeah. of, any awards? Oh, yeah, plenty. Well, um, it won... So. It was nominated for seven Oscars and it won four, mm. uh, including, as we mentioned, two for Bert Bacharach for the score and the song Raindrops Keeper Fallen on My Head. It is a good song. It is a good song. What were the That's other two? That's all I would say until after I um, oh, okay. watch it. Um, I'll keep an ear out for it. The only thing uh, I know about it is there's a reference to it in The Simpsons. Of them There's a reference a bike. to everything. everything riding a Simpsons. bike and that song happens. Uh, yeah. Um, the other two were for the screenplay and for, I believe, cinematography. Oh, good Good uh, at shooting the lost, desert. Yeah, it lost picture and director and something else. None of the acting or anything. Okay. Yep. All right. Well. That's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It's available to stream on Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. Mm. Uh, it ha- became available on DVD on May 16, 2000, in a special edition that is also available on VHS, Wikipedia tells me. So oh, if you don't good. have Disney+, Plus, it's still available on those. On VHS. Yeah, on VHS and DVD. So you might be able to find it in the $3 bin at JB over the weekend. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or go through Dad's old VHS cabinet, careful, and you might find Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Or just the re-recorded <laughs> stuff off the TV off with the ads. TV. Yeah. Um, thank you, Brett. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our quickly put together Zoom meeting of previewing Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. We'll have our full review on proper recording on Tuesday. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. 
This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching, and drink responsibly. Cheese.